You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, it's rolling great. I'll drop a hot take. Like The six football games in a weekend were amazing, and obviously we have to have this every year. But it was it was not like, we, if we have this ten more times, I think eight or nine of them will have better games than this weekend. Yeah, they weren't the best games. That's true. There weren't a lot of blowouts. But, 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 but that's not an argument against fewer games. That's an argument in favor of more games because the more games you have, the greater likelihood you'll have good ones, right? Yes, and the quality like of play Like if we had was... only four games this week, what if like if we don't have the 2-7 matchups, then we don't have the Bills-Colts, which is the best game of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, so we had 12 teams. We only had, we had 10 quarterbacks and two sort of one nightmare quarterback situation and one tricky one. And uh, oddly, both those teams ended up I was going to say, who, which, who are you referring to? Because Heineke was great. Yeah, but that was a nightmare situation. It ended up being fine. Yeah. But having to play the XFL backup is is beyond nightmare level. And, the, and then the Rams won their game. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, in theory, it sh- that should have been the biggest issue of the weekend, and somehow that ended up not mattering. I mean, Baker Mayfield issue- literally met one of his offensive linemen in the locker room before the game. Yeah, the bigger issue, bigger issue was... Uh, um, you know, the guy who threw for 500 yards, his his team didn't move the ball. And uh, Tannehill, who, you know, quietly had an amazing year, was pretty useless all game. Um, I, I, I also, by the way, I told you right before we came on, I invited Brian Greasy, who has about as many followers as I do on Twitter. So I figured there's a chance he'd see it and respond. You both lost thousands uh, this week, though. No, I didn't lose a single follower. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I didn't notice. I don't like track by day, but oh I, yes, you do. Come I don't on. think I lost any followers. The the um, weirdest thing to maybe, me maybe is Brian like, Greasy had a hundred thousand and now he has forty seven. Barry Weiss complained on Twitter that she lost four thousand followers, mm-hmm. and first of all, why you'd want to come out in public like in a week when everybody's losing their Nazi followers? Why you'd want to come yeah. out and say you've lost lost? Followers? I don't understand that. Yeah. But the other weird thing is when you have over a quarter million followers, and I actually went to check how many she had because I thought, does she only have like twenty thousand people? Like, why is that so noticeable mm-hmm. to her? That she means she over, checks every day. She has over a quarter million. Who is she? Akiva? Like, yeah. I have uh, until and then I, I went I, to check. I had no idea. But if I don't ask me how many followers I had. I would have had no. I would have got. I wouldn't even got in the ballpark. I. I yeah. No. I, I know people think that like I'm very obsessed with it, but I I never check and I don't know. But you mention it all the that, time. No, I don't. I really don't. 
Well, you mentioned more than anyone else I know, but to be fair, I don't know anyone no, else who's ever mentioned I it. I never, I never, so. I really never mentioned it. Like, mm-hmm. even with the, like, Akiva once followers for his birthday, like, I did not. That was, like, on Shabbat when I was not around. Allie and Rob did that. Well, no, you're certainly better than, than Barry Weiss and, like, Donald Trump Jr. and all these people who are, like, endlessly complaining. Of course, of it, course. It's insane. I mean, I but guess yeah, you, I you, you can make a counter argument that if you're in the media, part of your job is to engagement and, you know, whatever. But yeah. yeah, but I don't think you should, like, look at, like, 50 up, 50 down, or, you know, if you're at that level, 5,000 yeah. up. Or no, 5, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, so I, I, I tweeted at uh, Brian Greasy and I said, hey, would you like to come on my podcast? He has not yet seen it. Uh, if he does respond in the affirmative, maybe we could do a quick uh, episode. Uh, fun fact, week. Brian Greasy is 118th all time in my quarterback rankings. Yeah. And had 119 uh, career uh, p- touchdown passes in the regular season. Would you tell him that if he comes on, that I have you as the 118th greatest quarterback of all time? Yeah. I'd say we have a top 120 all-time quarterback on the podcast, son of a top 20 all-time quarterback. That's a covered. Yeah, I don't think – he might hang up. As, I, I guess the idea would be, like, how long to have him on before he hung up. But – so, Greasy announced with Riddick and um, Steve Levy. Uh, the, the Greasy father-son after, obviously – Peyton and Archie, best father-son quarterback combo, right? Are we missing somebody? Uh, I have, by the way, I, yeah, I have Archie at one hundred and five. So Archie's a little better than Brian, and Peyton's obviously better than Bob. No, I think we're missing somebody. I think there's another QB combo who's better. It's in my top thousand thing that I never finished. Um, but I'm blanking on it on the top, off the top of my head. Anyway, um, so th- oh, they, Don, it, Don Hasselbeck. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how good Don Hasselbeck was, but obviously Matt Hasselbeck certainly better than and Tim. Obviously, I mean he's yeah. not better than Bob Greasy. Matt Hasselbeck, no, of course not. No, Bob Greasy's all of Hammer. Um. So okay. So anyway, the Ravens Titans game. As usual, I'm watching with Ravens fans. The Titans pull their preposterous punt. Uh, and I wrote game over in my notebook. I love Greg Easterbrook yes. many years ago. Mm-hmm. Is Greg Easterbrook still around? I bet he lost a lot of followers <laughs> on. Uh, uh, on Friday. Um, but, of course, the announcers, if you watched on the regular feed, I don't know if you oh, watched Phil Sims, Chris Sims, we forgot about. Yeah, that's a bad one. Although Chris Sims really didn't have a great career, certainly worse than Brian uh, Greasy. Jack Kemp's son, Jeff Kemp, was in the NFL. I didn't know that. Yeah, Jeff oh, Kemp was definitely. And Charlie Whitehurst, uh, Clipboard Jesus, his dad, David Whitehurst, was in the NFL as well. Yeah, neither of those. Yeah, but they're way behind the Greasy. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway... They did not mention on the telecast, I know this sounds fake, but they did not mention the decision to punt. They didn't yeah. say it's a good decision. They didn't say it's a bad it decision. Wasn't even they, acknowledged. Did, they never acknowledged it. So you wanted so you thought that Brian Greasy would be more insulted at me calling him the 118th best quarterback of all time than you would for telling no, him. No, I was gonna be friendly answer. to him and I was yeah. gonna we were gonna be nice. I think and being talk the hundred and eighteenth like, best quarterback of all time is friendly. That's a compliment. Yeah. I you know, I have him one I, spot behind Andrew Luck. I have no and one doubt spot that the two of, of us, Jake Plummer. That's not bad. The, yeah, I have no doubt that we would have offended him, but I would not have like attacked him for that. I would have yeah. mentioned it like, you know, in at towards the end once we like became mm-hmm. best friends with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was my plan. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, just astonishing. And people said the 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 analytics telecast, which was on ESPN two or ESPN plus or whatever, uh, with Mina Kimes and a bunch of other people that I didn't have access to, they reacted very differently. Yeah, that they were they were all over it. Yeah, it just it's like. It's even if you're like, you know what, I like the punt for whatever reason and you're wrong, you at least have an opinion. It. Yeah. Like, why are we announcing games? Like, why are you an announcer if if you're not gonna if you're not gonna talk about something like that? Yeah. Like no. I yeah. think announcers like to talk about what did happen 
hey, this guy, you know, the left guard uh, broke open a hole, and that's why he got eight yards. When really people who watch the game are only, if you watch with friends or your children or whomever, people are mostly talking about what will happen next, right? Unless there's a an amazing play, it's much more important to talk about, like, why and what you should do next. Should you punt? Should you go for two? Should you call timeout now? Yeah, I mean, I think that's why Tony Romo became so popular. Yeah, it's because you talk about what is going to happen next, not like yes, John Madden is good at like explaining stuff, but that's entertainment. The just just like explaining, not that you can't say like, hey, the you know they're shredding the you know this this rookie cornerback. Like you should talk about stuff like that, but you're losing the 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 trees for the mountain or something like that. I don't yeah. know the expression. Anyway. Um, okay, let's t- so we each made picks. You have to beat me you have to beat me every week going forward, you know, even for the last few weeks to win the beat the guess the lines. And guessing for the, the lines. So okay, what happened? So you were week? up ten five on the season, and then I won weeks mm-hmm. um what did I I won week fifteen, I won week sixteen, I won week seventeen, I won the wild card week. You were up ten four. I won four in order to make a ten eight. So mm-hmm. I guess the games uh, even before the, the the Steelers Browns game was over, in the beginning of the Steelers Browns game, I guessed if the Steelers were going to win and if the Browns were going to win, what the AFC matchups would be. We knew the NFC matchups already, of course, because uh, I didn't want to be spoiled. And and then you didn't send me your lines till later. So what I always do is I'm always generous to Akiva. Historically, it's because you were bad at this and I was always blowing you out, which is I would use the lines that I would find. Um, and yeah, I try and find like consensus lines. But if Simmons and Sal use different lines, I would use whichever between the lines I'd already picked and the Simmons and Sal lines were more favorable to you. Oh wow! Because it, it didn't. Because you know, whatever. It's like playing what, uh, basketball against my kids. It didn't matter either way. Uh, so this week, using the lines that I found um, on uh, DraftKings, I beat you three to one, which is hard with only mm-hmm. four games. I, you know, because you know it's pretty easy to to split two to two. I beat you three to one, which means I beat you for the fifth week in a row, and I was up to ten to nine, which means um, now I started off. I was very off on the Packers team. I thought the Packers were only favored by five, so I was way off on that one. I thought I was for sure done for the week, but you missed each remaining game, so I beat you fifth week in a row. I'm up ten to, I'm within ten to nine. If I beat you championship Sunday, we'd be tied for the season heading into the Super Bowl, which is even harder to beat you because there's just two games, so I would have to get literally both of them. However, when I listened to the Simmons Sale podcast, they had different lines for every single game, and each of the first three games, um, their lines were different, favorable to you, but I still I still you still won the first game, I still won the next two, it was just half a point closer, so it didn't make a difference. On the last game, Tampa at New Orleans um, the line that I had was New Orleans favored by three and a half, and you had, uh, and, and I guessed four, and you guessed two and a half. So I was half a point off, you were a whole point off, so I win, I win the week three to one. However, Simmons and Sale had it as New Orleans only favored by three, which means that you're a half point off, I'm a whole point off, and then you beat me, which means we're tied two to two, which means for the week, um, it actually doesn't matter, I beat you anyways, because I'm cumulatively half a point better. So I beat you anyways. Um, but I wasn't really sure what to do, so I went and looked. This line opened at three and a half, and then it moved to three. So when I guessed three and a half, I was correct. By the time you guessed three, or by the time that you guessed, you were closer. So I don't really know what to do, because I was closer when I guessed the line, you were closer when you guessed the line. So what I decided, and again, I beat you anyways on the tiebreaker, so it wouldn't really matter. But what I decided is, I'm going to use the line three or three and a half, 3.25, so that we're both... 0.75 off because we were both half off at the same time, so we both get the win. So we're tied on that game. No, I mean, if you won on two of the three spreads, I think you should just use all three and then whoever's closest on all three. No, you're not, no, you're not listening. The first three games, I'm winning two to one. So the last mm-hmm. game, if you win, then it's two to two. If I win, then it's three to one. Okay. The last game, 
When I guessed it, the line was three and a half, and I guessed four, you guessed two and a half. So Which game is this? Tampa this is New Tampa Orleans. Bay and New Orleans. Okay. Yes. So I guessed four, you guessed two and a half. The line is three and a half. So I'm a half point off, your whole point off. I win. That's what the okay. line opened at Sunday night. By Monday morning, or later Sunday night, when you sent me your lines, the line had moved, shifted half a point in favor of Tampa. Now it's only New Orleans by three. So now you're a half point off, now I'm a whole point off. Mm-hmm. Got it? Yeah. Right, this is boring. Nobody cares about this. Yeah. Um. Uh. About. Just to go over the lines quickly. New Orleans is right now is two and a, is three point underdogs to Tampa. No, they're favored. They're at home. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. I I also made that mistake in my first email. I forgot that. Yeah. But wait, I, I, who's at home? For me. Who's at home? Uh, New Orleans is at home. Oh, uh, uh, the football game. Yes. Yes. New Orleans is at home. Where, where no, because my come? first email, I, I said Tampa was at home for some for some reason. Oh and then I, I, football? I corrected. By the way, I was watching your tweets during the day yesterday. You were not watching football. You were arguing about like various rap stuff, for nap stuff, where? Among Us stuff. I was, I wasn't, I was N-Gog tweeting about Among Us. I don't know. You were tweeting about a whole bunch of non-football related stuff. In the no, I, tw- I, I mean, I don't, because I, I would usually put my football takes in the, in the 32 fans chat. Uh, I I I just w- tweeted once about football about uh the no you weren't tweeting football that's my criticism no I well, I rarely tweet a I rarely tweet about the games I'm too busy watching but <laughs> I also I, I have so much food in my hands because mm. it was like wings and this lamb thing I was I, I had too much food to really tweet but oh, um I was very mad I had to like take a walk I was so mad about how bad the announcers were I I like I have this with biathlon you you know I got into biathlon a couple years ago and now I watch every single event. I know more than the announcers now, so it's very, and not that I'm some super genius, just like all announcers suck for all sports, basically, and there's a few exceptions, so it's frustrating, like I watch the Norwegian feed, because I don't know what they're saying, but they're very exciting, and they <laughs> probably know better than the the two British idiots who don't know anything, who, who talk about biathlon. Uh-huh. Um, it's very frustrating. I'm sorry. Sorry for that. For yeah, so, um, can we talk about the games that happened already? Yeah, so you want to? I mean, we could. Yeah, let's quickly talk about the games. But I want to. I'd rather talk more about next week games. All right. So let's yes. start with with the best game of the week. Which you know, I was complaining to my friends all weekend how the best game of the week was going to be Baltimore uh, with Buffalo and the Colts, and it was the early game on Shabbos. So I wasn't going to get to see it. First I of thought Baltimore Tennessee, to be fair, was going to be the best game. Oh yeah. I, so I feel I feel good about proclaiming that the Colts were you know were just as good as the Bills, if not better, and the, and the, and also about picking them to win the Super Bowl in the preseason. They outplayed the Bills in this game. The Bills basically needed everything to go right. Um, Bill Barnwell pointed this out. Like, they had tremendous fumble luck. There was three reviews that all went in favor of the Bills. Not incorrectly, but um, Frank Reich repeatedly made the analytically correct choices, um, but they did not succeed, right? Now, on this mm. podcast, so he went for it on fourth down, which didn't work, and then he went for two after scoring a pool with an eight. Um, the last two minutes of the half going into the third quarter, just a complete uh, gut punch for the Colts. So they're up 10-7. They're on the Bills' two-yard line. They get stuffed, stuffed again on fourth down. Bills pinned deep. And then Allen, Josh Allen has these two like ridiculous plays in a row, uh, Russell Wilson-esque almost, where he scrambles around forever and eventually finds Gabriel Davis the first time on the right sideline, the next time on the left sideline, gains over 50 yards of field position. And then the Colts have an interception, but um, it's called back due to um, a penalty, and then they have another interception, and it's called back due to review. Again, I think it was the correct call, but um, and the Bills end up scoring a touchdown at the end of that drive, so they take the lead at halftime. And then the Bills get the ball to start the second half. They add a field goal. And then the Colts get the ball right back. They miss a field goal. And then Diggs scores a very long touchdown on the next drive. So at that point, after the Diggs touchdown, it could have been Colts up 2017. Instead, the Colts are down 24 to 10. So they're down two touchdowns entering the fourth. Um, and then despite all that, basically, if the Bills don't hit a 54-yard field goal, 
the Colts probably win the game, right? Or, or again, if the, if the Bills don't get lucky and recover Allen's fumble right in the last three minutes on the, on the last drive of the game when, you know, he got sacked and he recovered, they recovered the, the fumble, you reverse any one of those plays, basically, every single one of which went against Indy, and Indy's moving on to KC. So, um, you know, a good, good win for the Bills, happy for them they finally won a playoff game, but Indy played really, really well. And I shared that chart in the patron chat earlier, um, a chart uh, showing the, uh, the, the Y-axis is um, – is number of wins that each team had this year, and the x-axis is amount of cap room each team has. So obviously, the best case scenario is to be in the upper right quadrant, which means you have a ton of cap room in the new season, and yeah. uh, you're already a good team. And the Colts, by Can I far, tell you the four teams with the most cap room going into free agency last year? Why? Because they all sucked this year? Because I looked year? this up. No, I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay, yeah. I When you said that, I'm like, ooh, maybe it was, you know, didn't mm-hmm. matter last year. The Dolphins. Dolphins, yes. The Bills. Okay. The Bucks. Uh huh, and the Colts. So four teams that all did very well. You're saying four teams that got better this year. Yeah, and the Colts have even more cap room. Uh, now, obviously, they have a question mark at quarterback because Rivers. You know, does he come back or not? I think he was fine this year, but he's 39, so you know he may be choosing not to come back. Um, yeah, the Colts are looking very good for next year. You know, they're the opposite of like the yeah. Saints, for example. Jets and Jaguars, by the way, I think they have the most cap room, but uh, yes. they also have the fewest number of wins. So. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of improving to do, the Jets and the Jaguars, although they can get QBs semi-cheap in the draft. Yeah, but 2-53, to 53, there's nobody you'd rather be than the Colts right now. It's really the opposite of what they were during the Andrew Luck era. 2-53, to 53, there's nobody you'd rather be than the Colts right now. I don't think that's true. I don't think they have good enough receivers, and they're hard to find. Mm, I mean, Julio might be available. They Again, 2-53 yeah, to 53 plus cap room plus coach. Unquestionably, you know, there's no fine. Way okay, but then, then you're yeah. So yeah, it, yeah they just they have a great scenario, and the, the only question is, what are they going to do with quarterback? You bring yeah. Rivers back, you could do that. I don't think you'd be the favorite in the AFC, but you could certainly be a contender like they were this year. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, every single team in the league except the Chiefs right now thinks they're getting Deshaun Watson. So who knows what's going to happen there? Obviously, um, yeah. So uh, you know, poor one out for the Colts. A, a good game, a good season. They were favored in 15 out of 16 games this year. Um, Amazing. They very they very easily could have won this game. And again, I, I just I thought the Bills have been overhyped for quite a while, and I still feel that way. I would have liked to see the Colts Ravens game because I think that would have been. I think they might have beaten both of those teams. Yeah. I, well, so let's talk. Okay. So now let's talk about Bills Ravens, or do we need to talk more about Bills Titan uh, Ravens Titans? Or I mean, what's there to say? The, the Titans. Yeah. I mean, I, here's the thing. So the the Titans were actually kind of a bad matchup for the Ravens in the sense that everyone can split apart the Titans secondary and, and the Titans yeah. barely and that's get the game. That's not the Ravens' game. biggest strength. Yeah. But it's not the Ravens' game. I mean, they, they're they're throwing guys out there like Sneed had that penalty. Tez Bryant. Late in the game, and you're like, oh, I forgot Sneed was even like playing today. You hadn't heard his name all day. Yeah. Boykin is useless. Uh, I mean, the truth is, Lamar threw an atrocious interception. Yeah. He had a um, like, like Boykin clearly went right and like made the what I assume was the right play, and Lamar just threw the ball to where he was 10 seconds earlier. Um, but Lamar took over the game with his legs. I think that... Uh, obviously, that will be harder against against um, Buffalo's defense, but the Buffalo, all, like Baltimore, also has a great run defense. Obviously, and Buffalo doesn't run the ball. So now, will they be able to contain Allen a little bit more? Yes, but I, th- I think it's another bad matchup for them. I mean, I, I, it's stupid to say Cleveland would be a better matchup. Obviously, Cleveland would be a better matchup for everyone. But I think even the Chiefs. I don't know. Could have been more interesting. I think Buffalo is a particularly bad match. So I was surprised. This line, actually, I saw it at first at two and a half, which means, um, you know, if and I know that uh, Brett's going to tell us, well, no, really, home field advantage is only two and a half now. But 
you know, if a home team is favored by two and a half, that means they don't think the home team is better. Um, so I was actually surprised. I was surprised last week that the Ravens were favored by so much in Tennessee. So the Ravens are actually getting more respect than the Bills. Um, I understand what you're saying, but I still, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't trust the Bills. Josh Allen is better than I've realized, and I have to give him credit. He's really been incredible this year, and he's gotten better and better. But and, and he was the best quarterback. Was he the best quarterback in round one? I would say he was, right? Y- yes. I mean, unless you want to say Heineke. <laughs> yes. I mean, Heineke, if you compare performance to expectations, Heineke wins, right? And obviously you love Heineke's Twitter feed the most. But if oh, is Heineke like far right or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah. It, it, it the story well. broke after his great game that he's like a, like a MAGA, you know, like protest at the Capitol kind of guy. Um. Yeah, well, there weren't a lot of great QB performances. All right, so let's rank them worst to first. Uh, Baker so, Mayfield was good. Russell Wilson was worst, right? He Russell was, he, Wilson. He yeah. was a disaster. I mean, Ben was a disaster till the game was over. I, I mean, he, he had 500, 500 yards. yards. So he, I know, but a lot of that was in garbage time against sure. the event. Well, I mean, it wouldn't have been garbage time if his coach wouldn't have made all those disastrous decisions. But um, mm-hmm. All right, so I'll say Wilson was worst. Trubisky was 11th worst, second to worst. Uh, I'll say yeah. Tannehill Wolford. next. Goff. Goff yeah. next. Roethlisberger next. Uh, probably put Heineke next after that. Um, I mean, Lamar was pretty good. I know Lamar, like his stat yeah. line was terrible, next. but like yeah. 137 yards rushing, y- you know, he, yeah. he single-handedly won them yeah, the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lamar did enough. Uh, Phillip Rivers I'll put next. And then Breeze, who, you know, did just, I mean, or maybe you put Rivers, Breeze, you can flip them, I don't care. Brady. Did you say Brady yet? Yeah, Brady third. Mayfield second, would you say put it like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then jo- yeah, Josh Allen was 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 really really good, but he's really their whole offense. I mean, he's their running game, he's their passing game. He's also though that ranking shows you that like the grownups are coming in this week, like the two best QBs at the week. Yeah, Rodgers and Mahomes, obviously. Yes, they they are uh, they're on they're on deck. So, um, but yeah, so the only great quarterback performance was Josh Allen, really. Um, Mayfield was fine, but they didn't win because of Baker Mayfield, and and Brady, you know. Was fine, but you know, was playing a, a, a an under five hundred team that didn't deserve to be anywhere near the playoffs. And also, Brady only converted what fifty five percent of the team. Are there any? Yeah, Brady wasn't. Uh, are yeah. there any um, of the eight teams left that you'd be stunned if they won the Super Bowl? Sure, the Browns. Well, I, I thought you'd say the Rams first. No, the Browns would be much more stunning than the Rams. I think the Browns have more upside. No way. The Rams have the Rams have an elite. The Rams have the best defense of any team remaining. I agree, but they also like have like half of a bad Jared Goff at quarterback. Like we've seen them with we've a healthy seen... Jared Goff in the Super Bowl and it gets yeah. three points. Okay. Well, so they've gone to the Super Bowl before. The Browns haven't even I, been to a Super Bowl literally ever. I think so. the, I think like the Browns have a lot more talent and a better much better offensive line than the Rams. Mm, yeah, I don't agree. I mean, we both we had the Rams higher in our preseason power rankings and we had the Rams higher throughout the season. So I don't I don't really get this take. We've been saying how the Browns suck all year. You think the Rams have a real shot in Green Bay? The, they have a much, much, much better shot than the than the Browns do. You think the Browns have the any Browns are weird because like they got embarrassed by the good teams at the beginning of the year, their two divisional opponents, yeah. and now they're you know destroying them in the playoffs. And 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 they play Baltimore. That that game was crazy, but it was a forty-seven forty-two. Like they are somehow much better. I, I think they're going to be able to run all over Cleveland, uh, all over KC yeah, this week. Yeah, sure. But that's not going to be enough because you have to put up 35 like, points. So my point is I don't think they're – unless somehow, like – I mean, it would not somehow. It's very possible. Unless, like, Mahomes just, like, nails a couple deep ones to, to Hill and Hardman, whoever, early. And they and they just can't run because they're down, like, 21-3 to three by I the mean, time look, you the, look the up. Vi- the Vikings 
beat the Packers pretty easily in Lambeau. The Bucks mm-hmm. destroyed the Packers earlier this season. The Packers, yeah. you know, they had a very close win over the Jaguars. They um, who else did they lose to? Um, they they lost four games, right? So what else did they lose? Yeah, it's not a historically good yeah, Packers the pa- the team. Packers I mean, it's fine. It's like, good for Lohan, the Packers. There's no good I- NFC team, and that's still true. Do you think the- Buffalo is the second best team? No, I think the, I would put the Packers second best team, but I think there's been all year long. I was saying there's the Chiefs, there's the Jets, and there's 30 teams in the middle. And I really don't think the difference between two and 30 is that enormous relative to a regular season. I don't disagree. Well, we could talk about the NBA for a second. Every team in the NBA is is, is basically a 500 team. It's insane. Yeah, your team and my team played back to back days at, at home, like a home, a home, and also home. I don't know what the hell yeah, they're doing. Home and home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the first game, Cat comes back in uh, Mercury Morris. Two completely, well, two completely different games. First of all, yeah, the first game was good. The second both was bad. both teams' best players, like best players, sat at the second game, and it was like a it was like a yeah. Mac level. It was, the basketball. second game was very bad, but the Wolves uh, had a nice little fourth quarter comeback, which they haven't done since two thousand and six. Yeah, congratulations! You could score on Trey Lyles, who is not even has yeah. not played all season for the Spurs until he started. Pop does, Popovich does this thing where when the bench is playing well. If someone's injured, he'll take a guy who doesn't play and start them because he doesn't want to mess up the bench. Mm-hmm. So, like, Trey Lyles had not gotten in a game and then played 36 minutes against the, the Wolves. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's playing against Nas Reed, so Jordan yeah, McLaughlin. But it, like, it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, By the way, but if people aren't paying attention, every NBA team is equally as good as the next one, right? Yeah. No, it's like, a, the yeah. results make no sense. Teams are playing... Literal back-to-backs, and then one game, one team's winning, and then the next game they're losing by 23. Yeah, but the, why are we the talking about the NBA no in early January right now? Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, I think I think the Rams could absolutely go into Green Bay and win. Uh, again, I thought this line think, was going to be like five. I'm can the, the Ravens win the Super Bowl? Sure. I, 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 think, the, I, pick, I think the Ravens are going to beat Buffalo this week. Yeah, I mean, I have the Bills winning. We could, we could lock that in now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's, that's going to be our only what well, we both have the Chiefs and the Packers winning. So let's just in terms of picks. Yeah. Um, so Tampa, New Orleans, I understand I'm why Breeze Saints. and Brady, why that's, you know, that's the Sunday night game. But I think that the mm-hmm. best game of the week is Baltimore Buffalo. Um, I, I agree. New Orleans blew Tampa out twice already this year. Yeah, I agree. But but yeah, you have to put you have to put Breeze Brady in prime. Yeah, even no, though those course. are two relatively small markets. Well, so are Baltimore Buffalo, though. I mean, and so is Green Bay and and, Los, and the Rams because you know no one cares in LA. There's no big markets left for the NFL. True, but there are stars left. Sure, like you yes. do have the star quarterbacks. You have Mahomes. Yes. you have Rodgers. You have. I mean, Lamar. every team has a star. You know, Lamar Jackson maybe not as famous, but he's l- literally the reigning MVP. The reigning MVP. And yeah. then Josh Allen. But that's what they're in. Like another thing that I would have yelled about to Brian Greasy about. They're like, you could see him getting better before his eyes. Like, no, he objectively got worse. He was the MVP of the NFL last year, and we're like excited when he completes yeah. a pass this season. Yeah. Lamar is not getting like I still like Lamar. I'm not into Lamar, but like you cannot say he's getting better each and every week when he's getting worse each. Well, and no, no. Every I week. think what they mean is he's getting better from like when he had COVID in the middle of the season. And he was like, yeah, that's right. fine. But like he's improved in the last month. But they're like a little bit kid yeah. gloves on on Lamar, who, again, was the NFL MVP last season. And he and, played and not just the MVP. Like, he had one of the, he had a season we'll never see again. Yeah. But I do like listen, the legs don't last forever, but it is fun that he's that like, you know, he hasn't lost a step there. I mean, yeah, I mean, that the, run the was speed ridiculous. on the first run is, yeah. was obscene. Yeah. Um, but the reason the, the reason that I think that why I, I think I think the Ravens are going to win this game or at least. I'm not sure. I'll think about it for the rest of the week before I make a decision here. By the way, you got to send out the the form for the four and one. Yeah, I'll take care. Of yeah, when Alex Chester starts fourteen and four the first weekend, um, but um, I, I got to think about this more because 
before I make a pick here, but I think that Baltimore's defense can shut down Buffalo better than Buffalo's defense can shut down Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Buffalo, you know, they haven't needed a running game yet, but Baltimore has a good secondary. And, you know, at a certain point, you have to run the ball, or, or can you just rely on Josh Allen to, to pass it or run it himself, you know, 50 times every game? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Josh Allen really is carrying more of this offense than any quarterback in the league. More than Lamar, more than Mahomes, Rodgers, anybody. No, I would I would say Lamar and Allen are in the same boat. I mean, Lamar is Mark Andrews and then guys who, like, shouldn't be in the NFL. J.K. Dobbins is great. What are you talking about? No, but I'm talking about his receivers. Like, Allen has legit NFL receivers. Sure, but... but Lamar I'm, has a third wide out in Marquise Brown and then guys who should be... But, in the yeah, NFL. but what I'm saying is Josh Allen has the ball on every single play. Right? They, they basically never hand the ball off. Right, because they don't run. run. I hear what you're saying. The running game is him. And if they run, it's him. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand because Singletary and Moss in the preseason. I, they're I, both good. No, they're both yeah, good. It's just like players, they, but I don't know if they, hurt, their though, run blocking is much worse than their pants blocking or yeah. if whatever. It's just their philosophy. But they don't have bad running backs. That's the strange part. I'd and rather I mean, have Singletary. They spent, they spent, what, third round picks in, uh, in back-to-back seasons on these guys. I'd rather have Singletary and Moss than Jones and Fournette, but the Bucks run the ball and the Bills don't. Yeah, well, Joe, Jones, I mean, he, he was hurt, obviously. Jones, I think, is better than, I don't know. Jo, Jones looks very good for for big chunks of this season. I mean, Singletary, when he plays, is good. Like, he can catch, he can do stuff. Yeah. Mm. And, um, yeah, Fournette's a, a little bit long in the tooth, obviously. Um, He's 25 he, years old. He's 12 years younger than me. All right, fine. But he, uh, <laughs> he, he, he gives me, like, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis vibes. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Remember him, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Of course, yeah, yeah. Everyone remembers you. You're not like bringing up someone from the '60s. Like, yes, well, we I know. All I remember just, ben yeah, he was a fun guy. The law firm, as uh, people called him, he was a fun fantasy guy. A lot of touchdowns and uh, would never catch a ball ever. Um, all right, so yeah, so we we picked all these games. Baltimore, Buffalo. I haven't made a decision yet. It's Monday afternoon. Give me some time. Uh, Tampa, New Orleans. Though I'm picking New Orleans. Yeah, I'm picking New Orleans too. Yeah, it's interesting how I wanted. I, I, I you know, I, I had pecuniary, pecuniary interests in Pittsburgh winning that game and, and winning it handily. But as soon as the game started the way it did, I immediately had all enjoyment in watching Big Ben suffer. And I wanted the Browns to absolutely blow them out. But then the Steelers started the comeback, and all of a sudden I really wanted the comeback because I wanted the good game. And it's just so frustrating. And Tomlin does this year after year after year. And I think I had him like 11 in my in my coach rankings this year. And then I felt bad because they were 11-0, and I'm like, oh, I had too low. I really didn't have them too low because as good as he is Monday to Saturday, he's so bad on Sunday. And we've seen this for like 15 years now, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not just the bad; it's inconsistently bad. It, it just doesn't make right. Any he's sense. like the most aggressive coach in the league in terms of going for two, and and then he's not the next like play. He'll still punt. They were in the exact yeah. same scenario consecutively, three minutes apart because the Browns scored so quickly. They went for one the first time. They went for two the second time. It makes no sense. I mean, Simmons compared it to like a guy who split sixes and then one turn, one hit, and then the next. Hit. Like there's just there's no coherent logic to what he does. Mm-hmm. And this no, is leaving aside, you know, Warren Sharp is always pissed at him because he puts linebackers on slot receivers. I'm not even talking about game planning. I'm just talking about, like, simple decisions, going for it, kicking it, just stuff like that. He's a disaster. His his argument for why he punted, first he punts on the on the Browns' 38-yard line where they're down 28 to nothing in the second quarter. You're on the 38-yard line and you're punting. Whatever. Then he punts later in the game when the offense is clicking on fourth and one. At midfield, he's on the what? What he's on the Browns, forty-six or something. He punts on fourth and one, and his argument after the game was, "We were playing really well. I wanted to keep the momentum. You keep the momentum by giving the other team the football. Like, have you ever heard that logic in your life? It's not logic. It's, it's just it's no, it's, it's word salad." I think Barnwell said, and it's a good philosophy yeah. to have: possession is more important than position. Right? Possession over field yes. position. But but he seems um, to, but, and then and of yeah. course, momentum is not a thing that exists as we know. You know, like that was another thing. Al and Chris. Alan Chris kept saying, like, 
the momentum in this game is crazy. Like, it's all Cleveland. Now it's all Pittsburgh. And then the Browns score twice in a row. The momentum has flipped back to Cleveland. Unbelievable. Like, oh, wow, maybe momentum's a thing that you only invent ex post facto and, like, stop talking about it. But anyway, so, yeah, Al, Al had a rough day. So did Chris. So all the announcers. Not a great, other than Nickelodeon, not a great week for the weekend for the announcers, I would say. Um, yeah, I agree. Nickelodeon was the highlight of the of the announcing week. Did you get 100%. to watch Nickelodeon in your neck of the woods? Uh, no, but I saw a lot of clips on on Twitter. Yeah, I, we had, sli- I, I, we had I, slime in the end zones. I we saw I saw all of it. I saw SpongeBob it. in the goalposts. Yeah, my kids had a grand old time. Uh, we had Young Sheldon explaining offsides and false start. Do kids like Young Sheldon? I don't know. I I thought Young Sheldon was a CBS show. Yeah, but Viacom, Viacom owns CBS and Nickelodeon, oh, I think. sorry. I don't know the corporate overlords of all these networks. You should. Um, all right. I think, are we good in football? Should we go to the Patreon the podcast now? Is there anything else to talk about? <laughs> Spurs, Wolves. Um, uh, do you have a pick for Alabama, Ohio State tonight? Mm. I, I just want to see Justin Fields because, uh, you know, I want to see. He might be your starting quarterback next year. Yeah, I, I think Ohio State might win. So the ESPN mock I saw, he was still available when the Vikings were down at 14. Although the, in the mock, they No, most mocks he's going on to, he's to what, a, what What the mock acknowledged was in real life this wouldn't happen because teams would trade up to get him. Mm-hmm. But the point is that the teams that's currently slotted, none of them they thought would take him. Although I don't understand that logic either because those are not... A lot of teams, teams need... All the bad teams basically need a quarterback. Yeah, so I don't so really understand that. that. But... Um, so maybe Justin Field to the Vikings. Um, I wish we had. I wish we could discuss Deshaun Watson, but I. I don't. I don't believe it's real. I just can't believe that. The, that the I mean, Texans they're so inept, enough. and they already traded DeAndre Hopkins away for nothing. I, the problem is, if I was a Texan fan, obviously you don't. Tr- like, obviously you can't trade him as the franchise, but like, I also don't trust that they could get appropriate value for Watson. There is no appropriate value. He would be the greatest player in trade traded in, in in history. Who? I mean, no, I agree. So, but there are there are two teams the the we, we've seen superstar quarterback i mean fran tarkton was traded twice but you know i don't know but deshaun watson is the second most valuable player in the nfl right now after mahomes right would you agree young player like i'd rather rogers for one year but yeah in in terms of but if the, you were doing like the, the trade value thing or whatever right the, the second yeah, most valuable w- asset in the game is deshaun watson do i take watson over burrow probably yeah over yeah, Herbert. yeah i'm just there's no yeah, question yeah, yeah. Watson's already a superstar. So, but okay, but there are two teams that have an obscene amount of trade chips. Yeah. Right? The Jets could say, we'll give you two. And the Dolphins. We'll give you 23. Yeah. We'll give you, next year we have two, you know, two ones. We have, and they're not going to give every single one of these, but like a, a big chunk of them. We've got two, you know, twos, two threes. There's, and, and the Dolphins also have two. So the Dolphins can give them a quarterback if, if that's what they want. And, you know, and then they could take two and either pick someone or trade back and get some, you know, get even more picks. Yeah, if I mean, like well, I mean, obviously, first of all, the, well, the threshold question is: Are the Browns actually even considering this or not? Because if they're not, then we're just wasting our time. Uh, if the, it, it, yeah, excuse me. And then, and then the next question is: If they are indeed considering it, what is their take on Tua? Because if you like Tua, that totally changes right. the game. Th- then right, you have to make that you have you have to make the trade with the Dolphins over any other team. Obviously. Yeah, because yeah, then you're getting all the picks. Plus, you're getting a quarterback who. And I understand Tua was very bad the last time we saw him, but I don't think we need to be out on him just yet. Um, no, I'm not completely out on Tua. Not yeah. at all. I think his upside is still really Deshaun high. Watson. Yeah, you had Deshaun Watson, and the Dolphins are a contender at this immediately. Obviously, since you know they already basically you know they were ten and six. Yeah, obviously, if you yeah. change out Fitz and Tua for Deshaun Watson, that that team yeah. could win the Super Bowl this year. Maybe give him another receiver, but yeah. Okay. All right. So that's all we have to say after uh, the the best uh, the the first uh, six week six game playoff weekend of our lives. No, I mean listen, you got it. You have to appreciate this coming week because it's it's it after like after this the the games get bigger. Yeah, it's the beginning of the end. After this weekend, we got three left. That's it.
yeah, it's it's sad. Football should really be an extra month. Like it sucks that every other sport is at least six months, like six months in a playoff, and we're four months in a playoff. It's kind of frustrating. Like baseball is a full seven months. And football is barely five. Mm. Yeah. Um, are we you don't appreciate we what we have till it's gone. And like, who knows? Like the NBA might have to stop soon. Uh, March Madness, I think, will happen, but as far are from guarantee. Did you see Woj's tweet from a few minutes ago? What that the governors are meeting? Yeah, I think that's really just to, like change the rules, though. I don't think they're stopping the season. Right I know, there. but it's a very foreboding message on a day when games are getting suspended. Yeah, it is. But listen, I, NBA games like who cares if one team plays fifty six games and one team plays sixty six games? It doesn't really matter right now, especially since the teams are barely making any money on these games yeah i don't think we're in shutdown mode yet it might happen um listen michael here we've locked down like four times yeah and the numbers will go down for a while like they do eventually go back up like america's never really had a yeah, second but you guys lockdown. are like sui generis because you have the most cases in the world the most vaccines in the world the most everything good and bad right well but also right because we're doing the most tests yeah uh, by the way, yeah, if you want to depress people, uh, like, every old person in this country has the vaccine, and testing is still going up every, like, the numbers are still going up every day. Like, we're far from out of the woods. Like, America's so far from where we are in terms of testing percentage, and, like, we're literally locked down now. So, anyway, hopefully uh, hopefully you're not looking forward to the summer. <laughs> um what what else? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything else happened this week? No, in Any the world, news? no, nothing. Nothing happened in the news. Yeah, I didn't think so. Is that why you said we had to record early last week? You said you were going to be busy on Wednesday. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, it was uh, Noam's uh, Hebrew birthday. We had a uh, <laughs> what a big. Uh, he wanted to have a second Among Us party for his Hebrew birthday. Oh, what a, what a what a little uh, twerp trying to squeeze two birthdays out of it. He got two cakes. You got to, well, my kids get two cakes. cakes for half birthdays. Your, your wife is like a is like a cake slut. No offense. <laughs> she is a cake slut. And <laughs> I, I think because she hates me and like she just has to like put her energy into the kids probably is what is what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Because like they get whatever they want. The cakes. Uh, yeah. Anything. Anything they want. They're still up now. Who knows what time it is even. Uh, yeah. It's chaos here. I mean, I feel bad. Like our kids are trapped in the house. There, there's no school anymore. Um, so they, they do whatever they want. Your kids are still in school, right? Yeah, my kids have been in school. I mean, I've had a kid. My kids were in school, week, but, but then. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, no, school's over now for a while. Uh, still billing, probably, but it's over. Um, what, el what else is going on? Nothing. My, uh, let's, uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about what happened because, you know, it's uh, all, all the takes have been shared. I got to say, I, the patron WhatsApp group is really the best. It, it's. It's one of the best things in my life in my life right now. I mean that sincerely. Like well, that's, sports that's a elections, little too sad. No, these people are just really, really smart and really. It's it's just, when you when you're in that chat and then you go to any other chat, the drop down is so dramatic. Like I go. No, to, it is a good chat because also like it shouldn't be a good chat because um because well, the, there's way the, too many the sheer people number in there. People, yeah, yeah, like but not everyone participates. Not that uh, we're telling people and, not to participate. No, but I but I'm saying like nobody spams it really. With yeah. like nonsense. I mean, there's then... sometimes there'll be endless messages about golf or tennis, and I just you know take a walk around the block. But, but like <laughs> when you compare what's being said in that chat to like my historically my main chat, which is my um, you know my AOFFL chat, fantasy football league. Yeah, yeah. the level of, of football knowledge, politics knowledge, everything is so much higher in that chat. And yeah, like, but in your AOFFL, there's probably like more. Whatever. I don't. We have to get into it now. No, um, but I'm just saying, like like the same football comments, like. Like for example, it goes without saying. Well, you Tomlin's joined. Decisions... You you famously are in a league with with about ten people who don't know 
how football works, just so you could win <laughs> your championship every year and buy a ring. Like yeah, you sure. stacked the league with pets. Of course, yeah. Everyone knows every that. person in this league, by Wait, the way. Did I? We, I haven't told you. Do you know this? What? That I'm joining your league next year. You are. Yeah, I'm. I'm officially Eric's co-owner. I'm only <laughs> in the league to troll you and ruin your life. <laughs> like AB Sun, basically. Basically, yeah. I'm gonna join with AB. I'm gonna vote against you on every rule. <laughs> I'm gonna make your life miserable. Um. So yeah. welcome me to the AYFFL. Yeah, well, we don't have an open slot at the moment, so I don't know exactly what you're What do you talking mean? About. I thought you invited Eric. No, we told Eric that if there was a spot to become open, oh, he would Oh, be. you got him all excited. Eric is like the greatest fantasy owner of all time. Eric yeah. like makes he thinks ma- wakes up and makes trades in his I mean, league. there is a guy in our league who people have been messaging me privately that it's uh, time for him to go. But, uh, you know, he's... he's a, <laughs> no, it's, it's somebody who's actually in the league. But you know, I don't. I don't really feel comfortable throwing someone out unless they they really commit an egregious act, like you know, commit a coup teams, against the baby. government. So. Well, I yeah, uh, Eric. My favorite Eric story is um, we had someone drop out of a long running fantasy baseball league in like 2000. I don't remember the year. Let's say six or seven or eight. And I called up Eric and I was like, and I haven't really. He's like a very good high school friend of mine, but I like don't speak to him every day. And I called up Eric and I said, Hey, can you? be our 10th and he's like I'll be honest like I'm not really following baseball right now like I'm a Yankees fan I'll watch the Yankees in the World Series but like I haven't really been watching he's like who are the best guys and I'm like well the top two people are Pujols and Hanley Ramirez he's like well I've heard of Pujols I've never heard of Hanley Ramirez (laughs) who again is the number two so he's like but I'll join for you I'll be your 10th and this was 24 hours before the draft at the draft he knew like he spent 24 hours studying he, he was picking sleepers. He picked Shin, Shin Tzu Chu before he'd ever played Major League Baseball in, like, the 26th round of the draft. Uh, and, like, within, like, three months, he had bought, like, a fantasy website to... Uh, oh, like, that's where a, that's the derivation of that? Yeah, which is which ended up being where, where our podcast was based out of that's for, funny. for a bunch of years. Yeah, he, like, he got so into it, he bought a fantasy website. I don't think he listens to this podcast. But, yeah, and then, now, but, like, and then he didn't play fantasy football, and then we invited him to fantasy football, and now he... He made a trade with all 11 teams in the league this year. Yeah. I mean, he made, like, more trades. It's a comical how many trades he makes. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right, we're good. This was, this was fun. We'll, uh, we'll talk about something else on the Patreon episode, and we'll see everyone else next week. Unless Brian Greasy gets back to me, in which case, emergency episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Driving out into the sun, let the ultraviolet cover me up Looking for a creation mess Ended up with a pair of cracked lips